0: Shouldn't we be doing this on a, on a phone call phone call? How was last week's? Yeah, it was all right yeah. I think I think because I put it into the frying pan it was okay.
1: <laughs> Hi, I'm Ian. He's Ollie hi we're both guys we're chatting about wrestling movies for the second time
0: oh shit I jumped in it's the guys
1: on film podcast I'll do it again who's there no it's three taps oh right you're giving up yeah giving up I mean if you've given up on the podcast already then (laughs) it's a bad omen Yeah. Uh, they've got, a, got about an hour left to go. For the, for the t- analogy t- t- to work here, actually, the hour-long Ironman match is just about to begin.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, and I've quit before I've even uh, left the locker room.
1: So that's 1-0 to me. What? <laughs> yeah. um, but... By by all standards, like the the standard approach for an Ironman match is that it goes the full hour, but somehow the scores are even and they go into sudden death overtime. <laughs> anyway. So we're probably going to run to about an hour and twelve minutes. Right. Uh, okay. So That's anyway, cool. uh, this week, as you might have picked up on the hints already, we're going back to the first ever podcast subject, which was wrestlers, and we're doing wrestlers 2.0. Well,
0: they know that because they bloody voted for it.
1: <laughs> they. Yeah, yeah, they did, um, and this was a dead heat with Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, so uh, dead hot. we're gonna we're gonna do him another time.
0: What? Yeah, he wishes. What's what's in Seggy one today, Ollie? Well, cast your mind back to the uh, critically acclaimed Liam Neeson episode. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got to okay, be critically yes. acclaimed if it's got Liam Neeson in it, right? I mean, that just goes without saying, doesn't it? Well, I mean,
1: I, mean, I think I'm, he he would question whether he was actually involved in it. So we if, we don't we don't really take on like all of the plaudits and merits of the people
0: that we cover in the podcast. I mean, we should do. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. So if you cast your mind back to the the critically acclaimedly in Neeson episode, you might remember that Segi One um, was the much lauded. Is true or false? Did I make it up? Sex or nudity? Parents' guide quiz. Uh, So we're going to be kind of revisiting that but we're going down a section on the parents' guide to violence and gore. So uh, I've made up a bunch of potential uh, parents' guide warnings and you've got to guess whether or not it sounds like something I'd make up or whether it sounds like something the uh, idiots on IMDb would make up.
1: Okay, fine. You know, the one thing, just a cautionary note on this, is um, you know why I think this might not work this time? Why? Why? It's because I wrote it the first
0: time. You didn't. I wrote I did. it. You had one. I had a good one though. But you still only had one. So no, don't try and take. I so had a few. I don't know. I can't remember. I you seem, didn't. seem to remember. You really I did didn't. The whole thing. You really didn't. You you had one at the very end. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. Let's not argue it now. We we'll, we'll, I'll just prove it later. Um, okay, fine. So then, then we we've got life Life scores.
1: And then we're going to do the deep dive on. I think a relatively fresh bunch of stuff for wrestlers actually there's plenty to talk about for movies related to wrestlers Yeah, so we'll be covering a fair amount there so yeah, stay tuned for that
0: yeah, don't tap out
1: it's a callback like less than 10 minutes in it's a callback (laughs) Uh, okay, second one yeah, why not
0: guys on Bill. yeah but guys we're talking about Bill. it's the guys on Phil podcast for real you know what guys talk about bill. it's the guys on Phil podcast for
1: real oh. do you love the show <laughs> then follow us on Instagram or Twitter at GOF podcast that'd be good yeah right So se- sorry Seggy 1
0: I mean, plugs you mo- aside you, yeah you started moving the plugs to Seggy 1 I don't know how I feel about that that's a it's a bit of a surprise you don't like change though do you Ollie Unless it's but, like money, but our listener, <laughs> okay, you
1: like you'll you'll accept any level of change as long as there's money involved.
0: Yeah. So, like, if your bank account was to be emptied today, <laughs> well, it hasn't been. Okay, right. So, Segi, one, we're talking about um, the parents' guide again. So, Ian, I've made up a bunch of violence and gore warnings that could be that could make it into the parents' guide, right? Because I know mm. how they write these things. Um, okay. but I've also thrown in a bunch of real ones and these real ones are from films starring let's say The Rock or The Hulk What's or you know other Kane. so you mean starring uh, Marvel's The Hulk <laughs> yeah and Marvel's The Rock uh, so yeah so we'll be, you'll be having to guess whether or not I've made it up or whether it is really from a film and you can play at home as well and if you're not at home or if you're in a car, you can also play. Just shout the answer out. If you're out and about in public, just think the answer. Write it down. Okay, I'm, I'm on board. Right, so... Can't wait to win at this. Okay, number one. A man is seen clinging to a pole on the side of a building. He falls off. Is that it? Yeah. Is that not in the section
1: below violence and gore, which is like the, the peril <laughs> or whatever it is? Intense and frightening scenes? Yeah. Yeah. Because there's no violence or gore there. A man falls off a pole.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry I to mean, question the whole thing. It's heavily implied that when he falls from the great height, because it is on the side of a building, that mm-hmm. when he lands, that he will he will splat. Are you going to tell me what the films are? I I am going to tell you creating? what the films are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Which film is this? I can't tell you that yet
1: because that would.
0: Happen.
1: That's what I meant. Are you going to tell me the, what the films are before I can tell whether it's true or not? Because when when I did my one about Schindler's List, <laughs> which is the one I remember, it was I told you it was in Schindler's List, and you okay. had to guess whether or not they were all true. Anyway, I'm going to guess that that's that's made up.
0: If I if I told you that it could be in San Andreas, would you change your mind? I think it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. This is bing, bing. this is genuinely in San Andreas. Oh my God! A man fell off a pole. Yeah. Oh, what next? I don't know what sort of pole it was. It might have been like um, a pole dancing club had had like sort of tilted over to the side, and he was hanging off the pole.
1: Well, one of the things in wrestling, which is a type of match that I never really a pole match got it got into, is that they would put an item on a pole, so basically like in some cases it was like a contract to stay in your job and the two wrestlers would fight and then the first one that could get to the corner with a pole um, and then climb up the turnbuckles and then retrieve the thing from the corner would get the contract and the other one would then be like fired or whatever or in some cases it was that if you could get up the pole and get to a weapon then you were the first one that's able to use it but um, the trouble with that for me is wrestlers run up those turnbuckles like 10 a penny. All it's too time, easy yeah. to do. So like the idea that the other wrestler is going to stop
0: you from doing it is going to be like too implausible really. Well, the yeah. other implausible thing is that a lot of contracts are done sort of via email these days as well. So
1: <laughs> that, uh, the top, the top of the pole is the only place that you can get phone signal. <laughs> <laughs> Wi-Fi. <laughs> it's the Wi-Fi Wi-Fi on a Paul match
0: (laughs) (laughs) let's pitch it to uh, the WWE let's see what they say yeah (laughs) okay Okay. cool Uh, number two
1: I love the idea that in the late 90s, like, there would be, like, a modem on a pole. And then, like... Cold <laughs> Steve Austin gets to the top and he sort of, like, connects it and then logs into AOL. He's not plugged into the hole because it's
0: not connected. <laughs> okay, sorry, right. what was next? Okay, a man gets shot twice on the head. There is no visible blood. <laughs> is this this
1: from 12 rounds shot twice on the head there's no blood there is no visible blood (laughs) (laughs) well see thing is for the more modern era of wrestling they've uh, said that blood's not allowed so this is a film Uh, 12 rounds with John Cena is it a a WWE productions film no it doesn't matter
0: Um, I'm going to say that's true just bear with me it's Rennie Harlan and it's false I made it up
1: oh, on the head was maybe a giveaway yeah it's got like forced stupidity in the grammar um, okay that was a good one you got me one out of two
0: how are you doing at home great oh, well done oh no uh, rubbish you, you're not doing very well try harder just try harder yeah
1: you jabroni
0: okay An extended and brutal fist fight sequence in middle of film. Lasts over five minutes. Yeah. Is this They Live? That's fake. That's you that's made that up about They Live. What? I I mean, I'm I'm flabbergasted that you'd say that. It's true. I mean, that is a bit from They Live.
1: I know it is, but how can I tell the difference between whether you've written it or not? It sounded
0: like the grammar was too... Good. intentionally
1: nonsensical but are you
0: saying that somebody actually writes somebody like that somebody actually writes like that yeah an extended and brutal fist fight sequence in middle of film lasts over five minutes
1: okay in middle
0: of film yeah. okay yeah but you see the thing is I wasn't going to tell you what the films were so I mean you know should be a dead okay. giveaway from that
1: one okay yeah <sighs> dead
0: giveaway <laughs> this summer
1: okay He's filled in
0: the latest quiz. His last quiz. Yeah,
1: sorry.
0: Okay. A man is blown up in explosions throughout the film. Only minor cuts and bruises. Is this from Um, the Marine? Yes. True. It's false. I made it up, but I did base it on the Marine from the trailer. Because there's a lot of times where John Cena's just in and around an explosion.
1: (laughs) Um, Just think to that one. What's your address? in or around
0: explosions (laughs) yeah just send it there okay Um, a man's arm is sliced off is this from see no evil
1: well yeah probably I can't tell how I'd be able to work out whether you wrote it or not Um, but I
0: I would imagine that is something from that film correct this is this is from see no evil and we actually so chat about it uh, we watched See No Evil 2 together. Together? <laughs> yeah, we did. What about 3 No Evil? Uh, no, we didn't. They haven't made another one. They've uh, they've stopped at 2. Because uh, if you can remember from 2, that probably about 40% of the running time was flashbacks it to number from 1. the first
1: one. The, yeah. And the other thing is, they could not forgive themselves for not releasing the third one and calling it 3 No Evil. But at the same time, it would be franchise... Um, Killing to call something a, a film something that stupid, so it's a kind of lose lose scenario for them.
0: <laughs> okay, anyway, look, let's just drop it. We haven't got time. Okay, you know that you know that Kane, uh, yeah, Glenn
1: Jacobs, uh, yeah. who depicts Kane in, in uh, WWE, yeah, he's running for mayor at the moment. Um, for who mayor of the world? I, I can't remember what uh, time decision no. is. Uh, yeah, I think it is, yeah. Um, no I can't
0: remember where but uh, he's um, trying to get into politics now okay Uh, Okay. so I've got one more for you got a final one this is it multiple times of harmful wrestling moves are used yet he never seems to be in extreme pain or show cuts or bruising is this from Rocky (laughs) 3
1: it sounds like uh, John Cena in wrestling right now (laughs) never
0: sells any moves ever (laughs) Um, yeah. <laughs> well, so, think- there's, so there's it, it, there's multiple times of harmful wrestling moves, but he doesn't look to be in danger.
1: Yeah, that's the way he wrestles 100% <laughs> of the time. And that's why people that like wrestling hate him.
0: All oh, right, okay.
1: Soft play. Um, <laughs> yeah, he just gets up and smiles. <laughs> okay um i'm gonna say thing is i can in my mind's eye i can remember um rocky looking like he is in pain a couple of times but not like bruising or anything like that just like facial grimacing and stuff
0: i want to say it's true you're correct it's true i didn't make it up i got it from the internet
1: yeah rocky no cells thunder lips
0: how did you uh do at home on that one great well done I do not
1: like wrestling or something.
0: Um, I did have one more, but um, I couldn't think of a film that it could be attached to. Uh, So this is one I made up, but it says, a man's arm is chopped off with a machete, not seen, played for laughs. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what that really means. (laughs) Well, but I mean, this is going from our... The research into or my research into parents' guides, where there's been a lot of things where it's been oh yes, off, unseen, unseen, and played for laughs. So. I've got
1: one for you, just off the top of my head, from what I've watched for this episode. Do, would you be able to tell the film? Kurt Angle puts zombie in an ankle lock and tears the zombie's ankle off. Is I don't know, Wrestling of the Dead. It's called Wrestlers vs Zombies, and it's probably one of the worst films. I've ever seen really really poor low budget shit Um, and it was only like two or three years ago um, where budgets were a lot higher no it's just like Kurt Angle from then till now has undergone quite a transformation he's back with the big company WWE okay Um, and back then he was really scraping the barrel with stuff like that anyway that was a great segment Ollie well done oh thank you should we move
0: on to uh, live scores? Uh, yeah, go on then.
1: Live score.
0: How are you? Live score. I'm fine. Thank you. Live score. Out of 10. Live score. Pro- probably like a, a four. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm um, I'm pretty good. Um, tell so me, the,
1: tell me what's going on with you first,
0: right? Because okay. um, you normally are go you, first. Are
1: you in running mode?
0: Um, so, well, I've I've been for an exercise tonight. <laughs> okay. Was it star jumps or? It was it was a spin. Do you know
1: what spin is? Spin class. You're um, oh, for a spin class. C- cycling, but not outside. Bing. Yeah, yeah. Warm
0: cycling. Uh, okay. Yeah. It yeah, is. So it is cold life. out and about at the moment. Well, we're getting a lot of um, weather from Russia at the moment. Don't know who ordered it, but we're, we're getting are I don't know. They bring that Russian weather over here. I'm yeah. glad we're out of Europe now. So, yeah, yeah exactly. So um, what, what's been happening? So the kids have been on half-term. We have went to see a couple of, of movies, um, went to see Coco, the Disney mm-hmm. film. Now, I wasn't sold on this one from the trailer. I've got to say, I mean, I quite liked Frozen and I thought Moana was great. And I think for about two thirds of the film, I wasn't massively invested. And I just sort of thought, this is sort of by the numbers. And just it, I just thought it was a bit ploddy. It wasn't that funny. It was just okay. I didn't really like the style. And then, yeah, the inevitable last third, uh, Waterworks came on. And I ended up really liking it. I ended up thinking it was a a really good story, but it it, it kind of takes that full revelation of the story to really sink in. But it, it was
1: it, it was only gets going when it's getting finished.
0: Well, it's one where you have to take it as a whole. Okay.
1: You know, whereas and what what did you uh, what did you mean when you said you didn't like the style? You mean like the style of storytelling or the look of the, the look, animation? I wasn't
0: I wasn't so keen on the look of this one. Okay. Yeah, the skeletons just looked a bit cheap. I thought they okay. like the way their face is kind of stretched. Like a cheap sort of Halloween costume. Uh, yeah, like a skeleton. cheap Halloween costume skeleton, yeah. So I mean, but it, it was it was pretty decent though. In the end I, I liked it, you know, uh was you know holding back the uh the tears. Uh it, you know, it was all right. Uh so holding we about the years? Yeah, it's and we watched uh, a classic. Uh, the kids and I watched Groundhog Day oh yeah uh, they enjoyed that I thought that was is that not a little
1: bit good. adult in theme uh,
0: in what way I don't Explain know I yourself. seem to remember him a bit of kissing
1: yeah I seem to remember like him having a bit of like a. how am I going to manipulate this time travel thing to make Have sure sex. that I can go out with this girl
0: yeah I mean there is a little bit but there's still like that bit where he keeps treading in the puddle okay. so you know there's something but- in it for everybody
1: but do you um do you agree with this sort of um relationship manipulation? But you're not into um the woman in big.
0: But he does genuinely sort of end the film as a better person. Okay. So that's that's what I think. You know, he given the time, he uses it wisely. He becomes a better person. That's you know I think it's a good you know he he might start something off with bad intentions or animalistic intentions but he he ends it on bettering himself in many ways
1: i think they'd be quite a good double bill big and groundhog day
0: double bill murray whoa here he is (laughs) so and one one final thing i i had my hair cut and it was in a (laughs) hold on hold hold on hold on listen it was in a so the guy was cutting my hair and it was quite a, a a trendy barber's it had a bike on the wall brickwork you, you know It had you know, Jack so.
1: Daniels bottles for the water sprays Yeah you
0: it did it did so did the guy it actually? Was, yeah it did yeah so Oh the my guy, god So the guy was the guy was cutting my hair um, and yeah. he was making small talk and then a song came on and it was like a in it was a gangster rap song. Okay. And instead you, of like your my favourite instead of making any small talk he lit, he was like cutting my hair and like right down my ear, he was singing the, the song and it had every, it had every bad word in it.
1: And there was, so was he saying words that he was not ethnically allowed to say? Yes,
0: he was. F fucking, he was crap. saying everything, saying everything. It was, you know, talk of having a BMW, having a gun, having bags of, of marijuana, uh, staying up late. You know, going out, having <laughs> having drinks, um, trainers, jewelry, lots of bad behaviour, and I, I I kind of feel like maybe the hairdressers could have done with a, a bit of a parents guide before I went in because found it quite shocking. That's fair. Yeah. Understood. How are you? Uh, I mean, I'm probably look, I'm going to say I'm a, I'm a I'm an eight. All things considered, I'm a I'm a cool original eight. Wow. Okay,
1: that's pretty good. It's pretty okay. high. i um, I'm pretty good um all things considered i had a pretty good week uh last week so um here, here's here's how it all went on the tuesday last week we went to flight club darts do you like darts
0: doesn't matter for the story but i think it's okay i'd like to be better at it i suppose
1: okay well we went as a big it's a work night i had a lovely work night out that's the story um, okay. but basically it's this place it's kind of like uh, they've got this fancy you know when you go to bowling they put the scores up on a big screen above this yeah. is like that but like the software is a million times better so they play all these okay. games and they make it like much more interactive and stuff so that was a good night and then on uh, the Wednesday went out for a work dinner which was nice so that yeah. was two lovely things from work um, okay. and then At the weekend i had a sit down with peter cater friend of the podcast although you know really part-timer or not even that i think you know yeah percentage involvement is diminishing massively yeah Uh, but i had a a good productive chat with him about a project um a writing project Mm -hmm. (laughs) right Writing yeah so that was a good sort of weekend and uh, I've also bought myself a Limitless Pass for the cinema whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, so well um, I'm up for, I managed to get it with a discount as well which is pretty good and have you used but it yet? I haven't um, but I plan to smash it this week
0: so you've not seen Shape of Water yet? I've not seen really anything <sighs> for okay. ages fine Another week will have to go by before we can hear Ollie's big butt.
1: Ollie's big butt. Um, so that's kind of it. A fair couple of different things going on, but um, I know it sounds like everything that I'm mentioning is work related, but I've also got a pub quiz that I'm organising this week that should be really good.
0: Well, um, Oh, so why, why? Why can you do a, a works pub quiz, but you can't make the effort to do a seggy one for your own podcast? All things considered, you know, that's a one-off.
1: This is every (laughs) week. So, you know, I've done the, I've, I've I've, I've did the big research on uh, the deep dive. So you, you won't be disappointed on that, but the pub quiz at work should be pretty cool. Okay, cool. So I'm, I'm going to say I'm a nineer. Have you got a
0: question for me? A question? Well, one of your pub quiz questions. Have you got one?
1: Can you throw Uh, one at me? Sure. Um, okay so because our office is based in London I've got a couple of different London questions oh, okay any good at that no no okay you have not got um, any video
0: games questions or film questions guy that's helping me do it has done the video games one. oh okay well look, look just give me give me a couple of questions and we'll we'll see how we okay. go well you wouldn't know this one
1: it's a tube question Which, which tube station has entrances on both sides of the Thames Whitechapel that's Blackfriars no. that was close that was
0: close mm,
1: yeah Whitechapel's very much inland <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so this one you might get number three Savile Row at the time uh, Apple Corps, which was the uh, label for the Beatles is where the Beatles played their final gig what is there now A an Abercrombie and Fitch store mm. B an Apple store mm. C. The UK HQ of Spotify, or D, one of only 10 Greg's bakeries in London?
0: Oh my God. I mean, it could be any, I mean, it could be all of them. Correct. It's all of them. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's uh,
1: only one. Is it Greg's? <laughs> um, I'm afraid not. It's an Abercrombie and Fitch store. Okay. But, but the... Um,
0: Good question. Good writing.
1: Yeah, because the the Apple Store one, you know, that's funny because it's like Apple Corpse. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, if I owned Spotify, I would have tried to
0: get the old uh, Three Savile Row building. Do you think so, four four options is too many? No. Okay, fine. Uh, deep dive. Yeah, let's deep dive, mate. I put a lot of effort into this. One. <laughs> overload. i overload. Think I'll probably double check that.
1: Do you think you'd be able to do a good impression of like a sort of Bruce Buffer Let's Get Ready to Rumble? No. No, me neither. I didn't think you could. Okay, so this deep dive... It was voted by you. Yeah, it was voted for by you. So if you're not liking it as you listen, then fault. vote better next time. (laughs) Vote harder. (laughs) So, I just wanted to kind of recap some of what's changed since the first time we did it before we get into stuff.
0: Is that all right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So, cool. we recorded the first Wrestlers podcast around April 2006, even though it came out around October time, because it was yeah. kind of, you know, like, it was us getting used to what we're doing. It to just work took me a
0: long time doing. to edit
1: yeah I think so yeah because it was about seven hours long when we originally recorded it but around October 2006 what uh, sorry 2016 2016 what was happening around then was the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view which is famous because uh, it was the first ever women's Hell in a Cell match
0: Helena Helena Cell what what Helena Cell oh right okay Right? It's a play on words.
1: Is Helena a common woman's name? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, But it was also well known because that's the first um, pay-per-view event where the women's match was made the main event of the whole thing. Okay. So at that point in time, they were just starting what has now been kind of branded the women's revolution in... uh, wrestling so since then a lot's gone on to kind of So the women's matches have gotten better and better and the women in wrestling have become much more regularly kind of part of like the top three matches in any given pay-per-view and now at this very point in time at so this will be released two weeks from the actual date But at the time of recording Ronda Rousey just turned up in the WWE And people will know her from being an ex-UFC world champion yeah. So legit fighting So she's just signed a contract with WWE So it's, the women's wrestling there has become much more credible And it's moved a lot uh, a lot further forward from like back in the time When it was like women in bras and pants And like sort of pushing each other in mud and all that sort of stuff So over the course of two years, uh, a couple of different things are going on. So the rocks continued to be successful, doing about three
0: hundred films a year now. (laughs) Yeah, and most of them are remakes.
1: Most of them are remakes or pre-makes or reboots. Pre-boot. John Cena has moved sort of closer to sort of real stardom outside of wrestling, uh, becoming a household name, and he's in an Oscar-nominated animation. So. Yeah, it's true. Um, Glow hit Netflix, and Glow was based on the um, glamorous ladies of wrestling, um, or go- is it gorgeous ladies of wrestling, whatever. Which was a real wrestling, um, which is a real oh. wrestling promotion from uh, I think the early '80s, and the TV show was a big success, which is cool. And the other thing is that in wrestling terms, pod- there's so
0: many more like. Podcasts. Can I just stop you there? Yeah. It. You're correct. It's actually gorgeous ladies of wrestling. There you go. So, carry on. Um,
1: so, are you familiar with the term kayfabe, Holly? No. K-A-Y-F-A-B-E. Well, that's, no. that's the term used for um, basically sticking to the fake story. So, back in like Hulk Hogan's days, for example, or earlier... Um, When wrestlers were seen outside of the arenas, they would kind of try and keep up the pretense that it was all real. Um, And over the course of uh, like sort of 20 years, 30 years, that's kind of eroded to the point where most of the fans that are actually into it know all the inner workings of what's going on. Um, But anyway, so over the sort of two years that um, have passed since we last spoke about wrestling, so much more content's been turned out now where that's the whole point of it. There was a time when WWF would not allow anything that kind of admitted the um, mistruth of it all but like now their own network is churning out loads of content where people are talking openly about well we decided that this guy would be the winner for this match because of this reason or that reason or all this sort of stuff do you think that
0: cheapens it or do you think it makes it better?
1: makes it better really for me it's more interesting okay so that's kind of what's changed I think Okay. okay And so, like my first thing to talk about was Ronda Rousey and how she has moved from UFC and yeah. has been into and moved into WWF. What? Sorry, WWE. Um, but she's also been in a couple of different films. So, she has. can can we talk about it just quickly? Can you tell me whether you green light or shit in the bin? Expendables
0: Three. I'm gonna shit that one in the bin. I like I like Mel Gibson. Well, I like everyone in it pretty much, but it was a really watered down. Version of the Expendables. Okay, do you know what I mean? It like two was quite quite brutal, and one was a lot of fun, and I felt like the third one was like the third I mean, the, one. It's it's got the weird. It was the tame one, and and it's got the weirdest poster ever. Have you seen it? Mm, the no. one when they're they're all weird, they're all just smiling. <laughs>
1: Uh, okay. Can you, can no, you just have
0: a look at it now and live react to it?
1: Okay, so I've, sur- I've stuck it in the old... Um, in Google? Google. Or Bing? Bing. uh or Bing Yeah. Bing. It's like, uh, hey, we're all buddies here. Only those in the right-hand side of it look like they're even vaguely in the same space. The Photoshop into the left-hand side of it is just quite obviously superimposed. Yeah. And they haven't it, even tried to make it not look that
0: way. So... And Wesley Snipes does not look like Wesley Snipes.
1: <laughs> yeah, he also just looks like a he- a disembodied head in
0: this person <laughs>
1: Yeah, but um, I, d- I okay. don't get
0: it. I don't get it. Anyway.
1: Okay, so then uh, second Ronda Rousey movie, uh, Furious Seven. Never heard of it. What? Fast and the Furious Seven. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: I I have. Heard I thought
1: of it. that was a, I thought that was a mistake. No, I, I have <laughs> never heard, heard of it.
0: Of it. Uh, have you seen it? Uh, no. I think I've only seen uh, the eighth one, which I thought was a lot of fun. Okay, what about Entourage? She was in that as well. I haven't seen it. I mean, I, I don't want this to turn into an episode of what I, I haven't seen. seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll tell, well, you what I, I tell you what I have seen. Do you want to know this? Do you know this cool. about me? April 30th, 1991, WWF European Tour, Birmingham, NEC oh yeah oh wait oh is it that oh my goodness are you kidding me do you want to know who right. was
1: there uh, 1991 did you say yeah British Bulldog he was there yeah um, the Hart Foundation Um, that's Bret Hart and uh, Jim the Anvil Neidhart
0: yeah that's that's the, true the pink and black attack they, they uh, were there there was also Jake Roberts and uh, Mr. Perfect okay uh, Power and Glory <laughs> who Jim, Jim Duggan were they? Jim Duggan oh. and Haku. Uh, okay. It was actually the British Bulldog v the Undertaker. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Bushwhackers. Okay. Do you remember them? Do you remember, do you remember yeah. the Bushwhackers? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Argument. That was uh, that was my birthday present when I was 11 years old. With the Legion of Doom there. Looks like it's a no. <sighs> okay. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. That's, that's a still pretty
1: good. Still pretty good show though. Yeah. So I was at that. What'd you, What'd you make of that? so power and glory were there that's hercules and paul roma Um, yeah cool yeah yeah yeah, power and glory uh yeah that's a pretty good card i'm pretty up for that yeah so i would have loved to have seen any of those people so that's pretty good okay cool okay so movies I, i think as far as ronda rousey's uh film career goes who knows i haven't really seen much of it but She's come into uh, WWE Sorry, I keep saying F, WWE as Rowdy Ronda Rousey. So who knows? Yeah, she might...
0: why has she done that?
1: Well, it's been her nickname in UFC for a while, but they right. just specifically made a T-shirt in the style of Roddy uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Um, and I think at some time she met him and he kind of endorsed her anyway. So and he
0: kind of... also gave uh, a, a, his leather jacket to her as well. You see yeah. that? and she was wearing it It it's a bit too big for her yeah but I think she looked pretty cool though yeah it did yeah
1: yeah, that's true but um, what do you reckon that they'll maybe make like a female they live Uh, um, the rock is going to make another carpenter
0: remake (laughs) why does she does she have to mirror his career she has to do how how comes to frog town they live Um,
1: and then uh, wrestlers versus zombies the remake (laughs) as well because he was in that and he was bloody terrible in it um, okay shall we move on God rest his soul <laughs> oh, he is, I mean, he's dead yeah I know that but I mean I can still critique it yeah of? yeah just wanted, okay just wanted to say
0: okay um, um, sh- you just wanted about- to
1: expose how negative I'd been about <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ian exposed <laughs> oh not again oh, okay <laughs> okay so what's um? so do you think that uh, John Cena's gonna do something good
1: well it's been a, it's been about 20 years and I still haven't seen it so he, he um, had
0: he, he had one of my favourite lines in, in daddy's home too
1: yeah so you know I think he can I think he can be good I don't think um, I've seen any of it yet but I've I, like maybe seen hints towards it when he's been able to kind of like go non-PG and be a little bit more adult with things he's been yeah, pretty funny his- and pretty good at stuff <laughs>
0: Get his his wang out.
1: Yeah, that was what I was suggesting, yeah. Yeah. Um no, I, I think he I think he will end up being a big star, but I don't think he's ever gonna be really the guy that I'm paying to go see a first day movie to see. Do you know what I mean? Like What about uh what about Bumblebee?
0: Watch. Tell me about Bumblebee. Are you gonna go and see that one? Is that different from bees? No, this is uh I'll give you the official synopsis. On the run What hold on The official synopsis On the run in the year 1987, Bumblebee finds refuge in a junkyard in a small Californian beach town. Charlie, on the cusp of turning 18 and trying to find her place in the world, discovers Bumblebee, battle-scarred and broken. So obviously Bumblebee is the Transformer.
1: Oh, mate, he's not going into Transformers movies, is he?
0: yeah he is he's, he's literally uh,
1: taking the place of marky mark
0: well this is a, a prequel to the transformers film michael bay isn't directing it it's actually um the guy that's directing it is travis knight okay okay and he's known for his for directing um paranorman the box trolls uh, and kubo and the two strings which is yeah. supposedly critically acclaimed
1: yeah, those um, are of a higher caliber than I would have expected. But at yeah, same time, God, this God. is a conversational cul-de-sac I didn't f- want to find myself in. Uh,
0: but th- Transformers
1: I mean, it- movie and John Cena all rolled up into one.
0: <laughs> but I mean, so far, you know, they've got a good director and they've got some you know nice-looking classic cars in there as well. So you know, who knows? But it, it's it's rumoured to explain how Bumblebee lost his voice box. No one um, cares. Well, exactly. But I mean, it could become the new origin story that you have to watch every few years. <laughs> his, his voice box got murdered outside a cinema. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: yeah. For some reason, that just reminded me of a story you once told about you
0: getting beaten up out
1: of cinema or something like that. Or no, no, some someone was.
0: No, uh, some big boys. weren't see Karate Kid Three, and they were throwing M and M's at me. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then, and then your voice box fell out. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's in. He's also in another film, um, which I don't think is going to be his big break because it looks awful. Um, it's called Blockers. Yeah. Um, and the official synopsis to this one. The official synopsis. Three parents try to stop their daughters from having sex on prom night. Fuck's sake. just looks so awkward. Um, I've got some good parents' guide for you, which, okay. you know, uh, will make it all worth it. So, it has been confirmed that there will be a vagina and breast in this film. <laughs> so, that's confirmed. Um okay. yeah, the, the film looks super awkward. It just... It, it looks so misjudged. Um, I've
1: just been looking at some of the comments on here. Um can I read i, one mean, comment I, I would
0: i would I would be happy to pause me um the timer for you to watch the trailer just to see how awkward it is okay,
1: well, can I just read you one comment before I watch the trailer then okay Leslie Mann is a milf, but the plot looks dumb a f how are they gonna stretch that into at least ninety minutes and it's going to have some cliche moral lesson at the end. That they should just let their kids oh, hold on. I need to press read more. Let their kids be and let them grow up. I mean, it could be right. Okay, shall but, I? I mean, have a
0: he, watch? Does, he does start off the uh, you know, that comment there Leslie know, Mann in a is fort- a MILF <laughs> unfortunate fashion.
1: <laughs> yeah, he sort of discredits his own theory by starting off with the MILF intro. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a
0: watch. <laughs> For sure. this is a did you laugh no.
1: why is he wearing fuck fucking camel shorts fuck with fuck that, fuck that fuck shirt fuck on <laughs> <laughs> well exactly <laughs> what is that oh. guy doing these? oh <laughs> fuck's sake, fuck's sake.
0: <laughs> this is so messed up. I mean it's miserable isn't it
1: the fact that they've made the uh, icon a cock is just... For fuck's sake. <laughs> like, it's just shite. I mean, the other thing as well, it, like, I know that this is something that you just kind of get over with rock films, but that's because he's really charismatic. But yeah. um, you know the thing that they always used to critique Arnie for, which was, oh, yeah, he's just, like, some every guy, even though he's, like, fucking Mr. Universe. Yeah. That's pretty present here, because, like, John Cena's frame is just... The width of, like, two people. And it's just like, oh, yeah, that's normal. The other thing as well is... It's something
0: totally swapped Will Ferrell out for for John Cena there, I feel.
1: Yeah, and a lot of the people are just these, like, standard people that, like, play these roles in a million different films. The other thing that's a bit weird is, like, is the daughter um, adopted? Because she's not the same ethnicity as, like, either of her parents. She's not ginger or, like, military-looking.
0: Um, I mean let's just say that 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 might be explained at a later date in the film but okay. I don't know I, I mean we're never going to find out because we're not going to watch it okay. I'm, I'm not allowing you to watch it I'm blocking you from watching that film I've been I've been car blocked yeah documentaries let's, let's have a quick a quick chat about so I've seen a couple of them now the first one that I watched uh, this week was Jake uh, the resurrection of Jake the snake so you've seen this one as well right I've seen this one yeah Okay, what's your what's your thoughts?
1: So um I enjoyed watching it. Um, I don't think it's as timeless as Beyond the Mat, the sort of spiritual predecessor to it is, because this feels like like it sort of puts an end to the story where it kind of tells you how the, the wrestler Jake the Snake Roberts came back from uh, alcohol and drug addiction and kind of losing his family and all that sort of stuff and redeemed himself through exercise with this guy, diamond Dallas page who's another DDP yoga. Hey, it's me. It's DDP. Um, so he runs this yoga school and, uh, he also has this, what's it called? The penitentiary or something like that. Like something like that. Yeah. Where he keeps people in there so that they don't go back to their vices and demons and stuff. Um, but anyway, I, I I just didn't get the sense that it had any rewatch value. Once you've watched it once, that's it. Whereas Beyond the Mat, because it tracks the progress and stories of like maybe five or six different people, or in fact probably a bit more, it's kind of more all-encompassing snapshot of what wrestling was like around that sort of ninety-eight, ninety-nine sort of time period. Um,
0: it's a bit more timeless because it's fun to go back and watch all that. But I mean, again. can you really uh, rate a, a documentary on being good or not that, you know, that you, is because you can watch it three or four times? I mean, I, I've well, got to say, I, I really, I really liked it. I thought that, I thought he his... asked the
1: question. You didn't let me answer. Okay.
0: I, would, I would say yes. Like, a,
1: a documentary is a type of film and it's a type of film. It's a type of film, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to rewatch a BBC documentary over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. But I would say I will go back and rewatch like Wrestling with Shadows, which you also watched, and yeah. Beyond the Mat a bunch of times. I think it is important. I'm ne- I'm probably never going to watch rewatch Resurrection of James Snake. But sorry, but Karen, worth, tell me what you liked about it.
0: Well, it's worth one watch, and and I think actually. Uh, more than Beyond the Mat and probably more than Wrestling With Shadows we'll we'll get onto those in a minute I think it's the one that for me as like a non-wrestling fan that it's got the most sort of uh, watchable narrative as in like it it doesn't really matter that he's a a wrestler he's basically going through this drugs and alcohol hell you know Mm -hmm. he's you know he's got a really tragic uh, past he was you know abused which led on to substance abuse and then he's you know, really, sort of embarrassed himself at this benefit match, and you know, he exposed himself to the crowd, and he just, he basically got kicked out of, of uh, he, he got disowned, I guess, by the the WWE. They didn't want anything to do with him until DDP Yoga came along, or Diamond Dallas Page, and and just wanted to get him out of this, get him out of this rut. I mean, I do sort of feel a little bit like it is. A very good advert for the for the uh, Diamond Dallas Page uh, yoga program that you can that you can go and buy. But I mean, you know, fair fair play. It, it does obviously it does it does work. But yeah, I, feel I mean, like
1: i'd I'd be I'd be pretty proud of it if it were actually. I don't I don't think it is as cynical as that. But if I were DDP and that came out, I'd be pretty proud that there was a film like that about the business that I did because it's oh absolutely it's, yeah. It's like a sort of long form uh infomercial about it i suppose but it's not really like it's still got an emotional art too oh yeah
0: well well basically so he he kind of goes there and he's like hit rock bottom and he needs to did he he did he get a rock bottom from the rock yeah so he needs to (laughs) make himself better and he knows this he's not really seen his kids in a long time and his health is deteriorating he's you know he's got a bit bit chubby Um, and he's got real problems he's been on the uh, the heroin he's been on the on the alcohol you know and he turns up and he's a he's a right state Um, but then it it kind of it kind of shows the journey of getting better and then but a few times you're like you're quite you're watching the film and you you almost become used to Jake the Snake being sober and normal Mm -hmm. because there's a point where uh, Razor Ramon uh, turns up and he's almost as unrecognisably broken. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, Jake the Snake is able to offer advice and, you know, be a support to him as well. It's like, oh, well, it's cool. And now the, he's fine. But then obviously, you know, there's worse relapses to come and it's pretty crushing when it does happen. But then you do get that there's a moment where he appears on Raw and he they invite him on there and he's walking down the the... the the runway or the aisle or whatever towards the wrestling ring and it's just it's a great moment to watch because he's you know he's so happy you know it means so much to him he's tried so you know tried so hard for it and it's like it's a great moment so even though it might not be one that you'd watch like loads and loads of times I actually felt like that that was a it was a great moment to see
1: yeah I agree I agree okay cool do you want to talk about wrestling with shadows as well then because it came out maybe 97 or something like that um and it was a similar remember i mentioned Kfabe before so yeah it was similar because it exposed the inner workings of like the fact that the business is fake and yeah. it's predetermined and so on not fake sorry it's predetermined the action yeah. is still as painful as it looks i suppose um yeah I think the difference with this one is um there is an aspect to the fact that Bret Hart provides some of the um narrative to it at the start a lot of it is uh, cynicals maybe the wrong word but like they definitely wanted to tell a narrative in a particular type of way um mm-hmm. And then around halfway through it, so there was kind of an agreement that these documentary filmmakers would get access to Bret Hart and sort of backstage and all that sort of stuff. And then about halfway through it, the real narrative story of it became to become clear. What? Yeah. Became to become? Became clear. (laughs) And that story, I guess I can give you the official synopsis to on, develop it but what I was the end of my point was really to do with the fact that the narrative then changed completely so some of what was explained and um, planned at the start of it kind of changes, it's not this story that they intentionally want to tell the story kind of runs away from them that's why it's exciting when it actually when you get to the point where it all comes through so it's like this real life story of how he was screwed over by the company so Mm -hmm. uh, the official synopsis is (laughs) documentary focusing on the career of pro wrestler Bret Hart and his controversial exit from the WWF the short form version of that is he had been a sort of loyal uh, employee of the company for a long time he was on a 20 year contract that still had a a bunch of years left in it Um, but he was basically told that the company couldn't afford to keep him anymore and that he should go looking elsewhere and elsewhere
0: was WCW. He, he, he also had like a, a pretty bad, uh, he, he broke his sternum I think at, at one point in the, in yeah, the documentary. Yeah, so
1: he, he had been kind of shut, uh, on the sidelines for quite a while. Um, yeah. Some of the best stuff in his last year was when he was um, in a wheelchair. So he had like a sort of um, in wrestling uh storyline he had a broken leg but actually it was because they were kind of hiding the recovery of the other injury but he at the end of it became a bad guy in America and a good guy in Canada which was kind of a cool thing because they had this sort of nationalistic rivalry thing going on yeah um but anyway so the the kind of conundrum he had was there was lo- like really big money at the other company but he felt loyal to WWF but WWF because they were being beaten in the race. so what was the other like, company WCW Right. Um, because they were being beaten in the ratings by them, WWF really were not able to give him the cash that he wanted at the time uh, and that they'd kind of contractually told him he would get. So they said it's time to leave. He signed another contract, but what he didn't want to do was lose his final match in Canada to drop the title to Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this kind of tells the story that like all the way up until the lead up of uh, that happening all the way up until the actual event they kind of said right we'll work with you on this we'll work a, a good way to do it and then on the night they screw him over by kind of ending the match abruptly as yeah. if he's given up even though he hasn't given up and they hand the title to Shawn Michaels And he kind of has an outburst and spits in Vince McMahon's face for what appears to be real. There's some people that say all of this is just a big conspiracy theory and they did all this together. (laughs) But actually, um, he spits in Vince McMahon's face and then leaves in a rage. So what did you think about this film?
0: I thought it was, a for me, it was a darker, more, I guess, more sort of complicated documentary with... I thought themes that were more relevant to people who were interested in wrestling. So whereas the um, Jake the Snake one, it had, I thought, sort of universal themes and struggles. Whereas this one, I felt, was like the sort of, you know, um, exploring the kind of uh, machinations of, of the WWF at the time and um, okay. and his individual story so it was I think it would be like a harder sell for someone who who wasn't necessarily kind of into wrestling yeah, so I okay. mean so I you know for for example I would say that um, I would you know no problems recommend the resurrection of Jake the Snake to, to practically anyone because I think it's a good documentary it's a good story I think anyone can enjoy it but Wrestling with Shadows I enjoyed it I thought it was really good wow um, I thought it was quite bizarre in places and it was definitely more sort of fly on fly on the wall and, and the kind of way it was presented was less like a narrative and more like observing the situation, I thought I thought. Yeah. Okay. Like it was sort of observing stuff. Um but yeah, ultimately I sort of felt like it more for someone who was inclined to either enjoy or have an interest in, in wrestling f- first. Okay. So okay. yeah. Yeah, but I still I still thought it was really good. I still enjoyed enjoyed it a lot.
1: Okay. I've got a few things that I can, like, sort of skip through pretty quickly if you want to have a more detailed discussion about um, Gridiron Gang. Okay, so, uh, one thing that we didn't mention first time around that had happened in the past, but I hadn't kind of noticed the link, was for WrestleMania 21, which was in uh, LA in 2005, the theme around WrestleMania was WrestleMania goes to Hollywood. Sorry, goes Hollywood. So, they created... um, a whole series of these adverts for WrestleMania at the time that were wrestlers um, portraying famous characters from Hollywood movie scenes. Right. Uh, so, if people get a the chance, they should look these up on YouTube because there's The Undertaker doing Dirty Harry um, as Harry Callahan, which is yeah. pretty good. Um, Stacy Keebler, um, along with an interrogation team of Christian, Chris Benoit, and Chris Jericho all the Chrises, doing the leg-crossing interrogation scene from Basic Instinct. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin as Maximus Decimus Meridius in The Gladiator, although he doesn't say he is, he just says he's Stone Cold Steve Austin when he's asked to take the mask off, which is great. Um, And then Triple H and Ric Flair doing Braveheart, (laughs) which is great. Uh, Triple H dressed like um, Mel Gibson and then Ric Flair on a donkey at the end of it going, woo, woo! (laughs) <laughs> Just <laughs> disappearing off screen. Some of them are really funny, but the quality is kind of uh, a little bit Veritable. variable. Like the Undertaker Callahan one is really long, and but what's um, fun about that one is uh, the Undertaker's real name is Mark Callahan. Fact. What? Other thing is, I would highly recommend people watch Win Win. Uh, it's got Paul Giamatti and a young kid called Alex Schaffer. And it's about amateur wrestling. It's kind of like a sort of indie flick sort of thing, and I uh watched like it on Indiana Amazon. Jones. No. Uh, independent flick. Oh um, okay. but it's the other, other sort. It's, it's a really good story about a kid who um, has a sort of troubled background and wrestling kind of helps take him out of it. But it's also Don't they uh, all? Yeah. But also, uh, really, the person that grows in the film is the lawyer that Paul Giamatti plays,
0: and um, okay. it's
1: probably the best leading man thing that he's done. It's also can I got... ask how
0: how how um, bad is his overacting in this film?
1: Who Paul Giamatti?
0: Yeah, how much I... is he overacting?
1: He very much downplays it.
0: Well, oh, okay, might enjoy downplays it everything. It's okay. also got
1: Burt Young who plays Paulie from Rocky, and he actually says the line, "Want to watch a little TV?" Uh, which I think is a line that he uses in Rocky. So, okay. there you go. Uh, it's really good, and um, it's the only line he can say. Amy Ryan as uh, Jackie is, <laughs> yeah, is the only line that that guy can say. Um, yeah. She's really good as the kind of um, mother figure to the son as well, uh, to the boy Kyle. But I would, uh, genuinely, I would, I would um, recommend people watch that figure one. Well, she's not his mother.
0: Oh, just she's a mother a figure. figure. Yeah.
1: yeah, and she's also got like the big killer line at the end of it, like cry every time. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, there's that, and then we did mention it briefly, but Man on the Moon uh, that uh, has uh, yes. Jim Carrey and Andy Kaufman in it. Uh, sorry, portraying Andy Kaufman. Yeah, the new film Jim and Andy is worth checking out as well. We've mentioned it. before, yeah. So let's skip yeah. over that one. Not going to do much detail. So, do we have any time for Gridiron Guy? I Proper think we're going to have
0: to. Uh, I'm just going to quickly give you the uh, official synopsis. Yeah. Teenagers yeah. at a juvenile detention centre under the leadi- leadership of their counsellor gain self-esteem by playing football together. And this is American football, okay? Not yeah. soccer ball. So I watched this, and look, it's my sort of film. It's a, it's a, it's a down-on-their-look, rock-bottom uh, sports movie. And as I was watching it, I was writing lots of notes, Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I thought it had a really brutal opening like it was harrowing AF Yeah, like it was really strong but it soon took a turn for the cheese
1: yeah I would agree but I there mean was, I loved it all
0: oh yeah but were, I mean look I, I really liked it um, so the, there was basically a motivational speech and um, like kind of empathetic music maybe every three to four minutes something <laughs> like that Yeah, pretty much the best player gets injured straight away. He, he basically gets a, a big hard tackle. Um, <laughs> 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 he gets big hard tackle. Yeah, but what um, about the game? <laughs> um, and, and he has a bad back. So I wrote, um, what, what did I write? Uh, bad back man will come back for last game. So I wrote that down okay, straight away. Yeah. So I yep. thought that would that was. So they have their first match. So they have this training. They they do all their training, and because they're like you know juvenile prisoners, there's a lot of testosterone. There's a lot of fighting still, um, and they're not quite bonded as a team yet. So they lose their first match like big time. No points. Yep. Thirty-eight nil no to the to the Panthers. Ah, our, our heroes are called uh, the Mustangs, and the baddie team. are the the Panthers so they absolutely get trounced yeah 38-0 the Rock gets really angry has a big old uh, conflab with everybody so and this is the turning point so they've got they've got to get they've got to get better it's Um, your
1: conflab turning point
0: it's your conflab turning point because (laughs) every single match uh, you've got your two prison representatives sitting in the rafters looking really nervous like is this working (laughs) yeah they're, they're always there so also the next note I wrote coach's mom is in hospital will she die before the big game she's coughing a lot <laughs> yeah and then uh, a min- the next scene confirmed she's dead
1: <laughs> right but the the team um, give coach some flowers to take along right
0: yeah that's right that's um, heartwarming so-
1: because then they've already found their heart as a team
0: yeah, they're bonded. Um, yeah. So, dad of main kid doesn't care, and The Rock goes to see him and gives him a letter and says, you know, your, your kid's doing well. So, I've wrote... Uh, That's a factual inaccuracy.
1: What? He gives a letter to the father of uh, the bad kid's love interest's father. Oh, okay. But right. the fact that he wins over that father, who has even less reason to believe in that kid, is even bigger a deal.
0: Okay. But I did, I did put Willie Turn up at the big at the big game at the end yeah and he did and I, I did I did also write down that uh, he'll say that's my son to somebody but, but
1: on <laughs> account of it not being his son he didn't say it he did say it so,
0: so that was um, he there was said a, it anyway <laughs> uh, there was a point in the, that's there was, son <laughs> there was a point uh, in the film where I googled does American football hurt <laughs>
1: okay
0: uh allegedly it does okay it hurts a lot uh yeah so um so they then they they basically have their final game against the panthers if you remember they're the baddie team they're the're the then they're the, they're the horrible team so <laughs> they, they start the game off they're doing really badly there is like there's a there's a, a bad guy player there's like a an end of level boss player number 55 uh-huh. um who's got a, a speech sample that goes woo. Yeah, so you know, (laughs) so you know that it's him. You know he's the bad one, and he's always pointing at our our hero character, going, "I'm going to get you. I'm going to take you down." And does Um, he not say the N word quite a lot as well? He does. He does, uh, which is bad. So half time comes, no score. It's an absolute rerun of the first game. What an embarrassment! So now here's here's one thing that I really liked about the film. You know what I thought? It's gonna be a big speech in the in the in the dressing room by the way they twist it on you didn't happen. it was the team talking to each other doing the big speech, yeah, it was nice, not from the rock the
1: rock and uh, exhibit are just in another room listening through the air vent, and the rock says, yeah. "Wait, you'll hear it, and then they what? they amp themselves up big yeah they amp
0: they do they're doing it for themselves so um basically they they start doing well they started scoring points. They've got one maybe like ten seconds to go. Uh, or wh- one minute left. So they start they start going off formation. They go off script. They they don't listen to the rocks coaching anymore. And the rocks start shitting it. It's like, what are they bloody doing? They're you know, they're gonna mess this up. Uh, and it comes to the last play, all or nothing. Guess who comes back on? Mad bad back. Guy. Bad back guy. He's back on because yeah. he's the he's the one that can Take you know, take anybody down, and it's it's just a really great finale. It's just such a uh, a, a, a rousing finale. <laughs> I thought uh, it was great. I, I really enjoyed it, and and like very thankful for our listeners for voting for wrestling because uh, it meant I get to watch. I got to watch Gridiron Gang, which I, I probably wouldn't have watched, and I actually really enjoyed it. It was actually based on a on a true sort story. of partially. Partially based on a true story, loosely based, um, yeah. of the Kilpatrick Mustangs during the 1990 season. So, yeah, the, I recommend it.
1: The the video at the end of his speeches, a lot of it uh, is taken word for word into the script, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, also, interesting point and nerd point, but one of the two guys that sits in the stands going, hmm, I don't know if this is going to work, is a, guy, yeah. a, a character actor called Kevin Dunn and uh funnily enough the long term executive producer of WWE or WWF is a, also a man called Kevin Dunn and he's been Dun, pretty Dunn. much um Vince McMahon's right hand man for 20 or 30 years i think so it's not the same <laughs> one but you know there must be some sort of confluence of things going on there um i think that's all we've got time for i think it is yeah ding um, ding ding if You can put a sound effect in there. If you would like to listen to more of our podcast, which uh, the next one will be Dolph Lundgren, or if you want to go check out stuff from the past, um, you can go to facebook.com forward slash guys on film, and you can hit the subscribe button through our iTunes links or SoundCloud links on there, and then not miss anything, uh, but also just have a look through the back catalogue. The first wrestlers one is from a year or so ago, Um, so get on that if you're into this stuff although I would say despite overrunning this one's probably a lot more polished than that first episode so um, anyway check us out on that and at GF Podcast on Twitter and Instagram
0: cool cool yeah cheerio bye bye
1: cool I didn't even really do any wrestling impressions there
0: Ah. Yeah, that's. Do you want yeah. to do two or three now? No. No. Okay. Really, no. Fine. End. End. Finn.
1: Balor. Oh, Finn Balor.